going on, everybody? Today, got Keist with me. What's up, everybody? You know, I had to talk about this Xbox conference. E3 is here. It's real. It's exciting. So, what were your initial thoughts on the like when they dropped it, when they started streaming? Well, first of all, I think Xbox did a good job with the conference. Like, this is one of the best conferences they had in years. Because all they did was, like, drop games after game after game. I think they had, like, 50 games at the conference. I think 18 were exclusive. And, like, 15 were, like, world exclusive. So, a lot of games today were shown for the first time ever. And there was a lot. That's exciting. Yeah. They did a good job. So, there's we picked a few that we wanted to talk about. We're not going to cover all of them. But these are the ones that stood out to us. So, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yes. That one looked breathtaking, in my opinion. <laughs> I love side-scrolling games like that. Yeah, it's like, platformers like that is, like, beautiful. And it could make it so beautiful, because, like, you know, not a lot of graphical power, or, you know, goes into, like, simple little side-scroll platformers, like Rayman. Yeah, Rayman Mario definitely 2D. looks 2D. exactly like it. Yeah. It looked real interesting, like the bosses, whoever they was fighting, like the big creatures. Mm -hmm. It looked like they had like good mechanics, like sword fighting and stuff like that. It looked good. It looked beautiful. I never played the first one. So David, this is the second one? Yeah. Okay, the so I didn't know that much. The first one was called Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm -hmm. I think this was called like Something of the Wilds or something like that. You think there's plot that I'm missing if I don't play the first one? I will assume not, because... They didn't make it seem that way. Yeah, that's why I thought it was like an original. I didn't know it had first. Because a lot of people didn't play the first one, I think. Because Ori, people know of its existence because it's such a beautiful game, but it wasn't like one of those games that everyone went out and buy, mm -hmm. went out and bought. First, it was like first time IP, so you know people Probably sketchy like about Ryan. that. Yeah, you know first time games, not a lot of people go out and buy it, but it gained like a cult following, so people are really excited for the sequel, including me. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I didn't even know they had a first one, so they did something right. Yeah, they showed like a little bit of it last E3 of this, but they showed like little clips, like the power of the Xbox One X 4K. All of it was in 4K too, so that was that's why. I so you like think extra. the do you think the Xbox better than the PlayStation as a console? Yes, like the power of it, but a console is really defined by its games, and PlayStation just have better games right now. Mm -hmm. But Xbox during a conference made. But if you don't have the right TV, it really won't even matter. Yeah, it won't even matter at all. Because I have a 4K TV. I have a PS4 Pro. But like some games, it doesn't do true 4K. It just upscales a little bit. There's yeah. no real like difference except like performance. Mm -hmm. That's why you really will want an Xbox One X because it performs better. Not only does it like enhance the 4K, it actually you know, plays a lot better. Like the Tomb Raider games like play extremely better on like, Xbox One X compared to like PS4 Pro and regular PS4. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of benefits to it, but if you just want like 4K, like the picture quality that's all you buy for, it's not really worth it right now. Might as well wait for the next Xbox. Or, which they tease. or buy, a, buy a nice PC. But then you can't get all the exclusives. For Xbox, because every Xbox exclusive goes to PC. Yeah, true. But I'm, uh, me like a lot of other people, I'm not a PC player, like I'm a console player, so yeah, I couldn't too. give two fucks about a PC. So it doesn't I, I tried playing Fortnite with the mouse and keyboard because you can hook it up to the PlayStation, 
You know, a lot of people hook the Xbox just, controllers up to the PC. Yeah. They don't even play it. So they use it for, you know, graphics. Mm-hmm. Performance, but, not yeah. really the controls. But it doesn't really matter to me. As long as it looks good and plays at 60 frames, I'm good. Yeah. So. What about Metro Exodus? Metro. Metro Last Light was like one of the graphically like beautiful games of like last gen. It didn't have like very good like gunplay, but I, at this trailer showed like they improved on that because it looked real good. It looked really good, but it reminded me of Call of Duty. Like yeah. it looked like a zombie map that was like made into an entire game. Yeah, like the little dystopian. Because I've never played the other world. ones, so I didn't I, I didn't know there was another one until after I'd seen the trailer. So it's like it's a cool game. It's like kind of generic because mm-hmm. you know you look at it, you can see a lot of other games. Yeah, similar, a lot of the... yeah, a lot of similar beats. But it's it's it looks good. Do you think it stands out in anything? Because of the graphics. Because yeah. I think what they showed it was in 4K. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of fluid game gameplay. It looked good. Like it was running running at 60 frames. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, so. that's what I got from it. It was just like all right. It didn't look like I wanted to run to the store right now. Yeah. And buy it. <laughs> I mean, it looked like well, like you could name any shooter. Yeah. Like Call of Duty, Gears, whatever. It's just you know, they would have to show like a lot more than that than you know just shooting stuff. Yeah. One that. <clears throat> Rage Two looked a lot better, and that was just a shooter. But that one went like above and beyond yeah. compared to Metro. Rage is like Mad Max, the video game. I played the first one. A lot of people didn't play the first one because it was like one of those games that flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. It had like a little. They probably did mad bad marketing on it or something. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know like what it was because mm-hmm. people tend to hesitate when buying like new IPs, new games, when they don't know what it is. They knew what it was, but they didn't find it interesting. I guess they were too busy with like known franchises mm-hmm. buying those. But I checked out the first one. It was it was a good game. It's like the first one was more of like a racer. Like you go around this hub world, this dystopian world. You go around like get contracts, and race people. Mm-hmm. And they had like a shooting, first person shooter aspect to it too. But the racing was more like built upon. Yeah, it was like mission based mm-hmm. racing. I think Bethesda needs to chill with the dystopian worlds. <laughs> Bethesda, Bethesda. Well. I think they do a good job with it. Like people love Fallout. Yeah, but all of them are fucking post-apocalyptic. They can't make like. <laughs> you want to make like a. I don't know. I mean, I guess like that's one of the things like you can't get wrong because like it doesn't. It never happens or whatever. But I don't know. Want to make it like a Disney World? Like yeah. Kingdom dude. Hearts type. Kingdom Hearts Rage <laughs> Three. You know. <laughs> it looked beautiful though, and it had some really cool mechanics that I'd never seen. Like implemented in a first-person shooter. Yeah. Like they had those, what was that little hatchet that was like a boomerang that like yeah. tied them and crushed them and shit. Like the, you could like craft your own weapons. Yeah, dude, it looked really fucking cool. I like those, you know, apocalyptic, you know, type worlds. I guess with Bethesda, because I don't play all the games. Like mm-hmm. I don't play like Elder Scrolls. I don't play. I just started playing Rage less, so I play Rage and I play on Fallout. So they have like a lot of games like Doom. You uh-huh. ever play that? Yeah. I never played Doom, so I think is that's like a hell game. So it's kind of post a lot. It's it's apocalyptic, but it's not. Like, 
I guess uh, I forgot they made Elder Scrolls. So yeah. I, I guess they like that's not really post apocalyptic. It's like pre apocalyptic. That's like before. Yeah, it's still like a you know dystopian world. Yeah, like a ran down world. I still the same shit. <laughs> Sekiro is that how you pronounce it? Kiro. Sekiro. Sekiro, the new IP from From Software. Yeah. The guys who made Dark Scrolls. Elder. Dark Souls. Dark, Dark and, um, Scrolls, huh? I said Dark Scrolls. Dark Scrolls. <laughs> Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Like one of the hardest games ever. It looked super clean. It looked good, but it was like a samurai witcher. Yes. Which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, but I'm just saying. So I'm glad they're doing a new IP. Because... They could have done a you know Bloodborne too. Bloodborne is really critically acclaimed. You know, people, even though it was like hard, I guess it was critically acclaimed for. You yeah, know. I personally did not have a fun time playing. <laughs> I I I was having a hard time with that. Yeah, people know those games just because of the difficulty. Mm-hmm. So and I had no like normal difficulty. It was still hard. Shit. But they have like epic boss fights. Yeah. Boss fights. I mean, it was clean. It was nice. Yeah. But, like it was. It was just, fluid. It was just weird. And it was cool, like with the people that was like this giant samurai, like mm-hmm. giant sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. It was like Dark Scroll, Dark Scrolls. Yeah, me fucking <laughs> Dark Souls, but like weirder, just bosses. Dark Souls in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really. I love, I liked it. I like what I saw. I really like what I saw. That's definitely a day one. I gotta get it. It looked like the Mario World, Bowser's World from Odyssey. <laughs> Doom. Yeah. I wonder how hard it's gonna be. I wonder if they're gonna like shift away from the you know core, make it easy for the casual player. Uh, at least a little bit easy. Cause I'm a casual player, but I like, you know, I like competitive games. But like, I have a limit. Yeah. Cause I never got past like, I think the third boss on Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't. Cause I'm a guy who rolls Dark Souls. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be happening all night. Dark Souls. Cause I'm a guy who like gives up. Cause if I like fight one enemy for too long, I throw up. I gotta start like. It's like annoying for you. Yeah, I feel like nauseous or like I'm fucked. This. I, I can't do it. So what about Devil May Cry? It's Man. beautiful looking. I can't believe my jaw dropped. I never really played the old ones either, but I, I played four when I was younger. Cause there was this, this there was this kid that I, like when the first ones were coming out like there was this kid that went to my school and he was like the weirdest motherfucker and he was so annoying and like he would always talk about that game so I guess it like <laughs> I just never thought about picking it up because I associated it with him you know you thought the game was annoying because he was annoying yeah like because I was just like I'm tired of fucking hearing about it from this one guy that just won't shut the fuck up so like I'm never gonna play this game it's a it's like. Devil May Cry is like one of the coolest games ever. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure my mom wouldn't even have let me bought it anyway. Like too graphical? Yeah. She was like, she was with that shit. <laughs> I was with all the shits. That's why I didn't play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. But yeah, Devil May Cry 5, it looks like really good. So I guess the, it seems like protagonist you play as is Nero. He's the son of Virgil, mm-hmm. which is the brother of Dante, the protagonist in the earlier games. I used to always play as Dante in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. He was dope. I like always like Virgil more than Dante. Well, I like all of the villains more than the heroes by default. Because so. <laughs> you're a villain. Yes. I wouldn't... Yeah. 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 I really like the robot arm that he had. Though. That was kind of yes. cool. Yes. Because the story is Virgil 
cut his arm off. He had the arm of Virgil. Then Virgil took his arm back, so he cut his arm back off. Mm-hmm. I guess he's gonna replace it with this robot arm. And it looks cool. Like he does like all kind of powers with it. Like he stopped time. You saw? Yeah, and then he like could like throw it and yeah. it like sliced him up and shit. That was tight. That was cool. I didn't like that girl though. I hope if I get this game that she is not like in the game twenty four seven. Like the voice actor was like pissing me off. Who knows, maybe they have a Japanese Hopefully. Or some other, maybe Spanish or something. Yeah, something, because that lady was, like, mad annoying. <laughs> she looked good, though. And the, the character, like, the model was, like, all right. Yeah. But I can't wait for that game. Then it showed, like, Dante at the end coming in on his bike. I was like, yes. Cause I wasn't sure if they was like, going to show Dante or not. At first, it looked like the rebooted Devil May Cry, like DMC. It was in, it was, it's, they're using that model, like, the graphics, but... I wasn't sure at first, because Nero kind of looks like Dante from that game, but he has silver hair, so I was worried at first. I was like, is this a DMC2? He this... had like a soccer mom short haircut. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this DMC like part two? Is they the reboot, or is this like legit Devil May Cry 5? So yes, confirm. Part 5, they're continuing the story that everybody wants. I'm very happy. So what if they were to release like Bioshock Infinite? Two. <laughs> That's not possible. That it just ends like that. Because every Bioshock game is ex- the exception of um, Bioshock Part Two. Because Columbia f- fell, and then how Bioshock Infinite ended, it did. There's no reason to go back because like the story is. I would have to explain the story. It's like so much. It has yeah, to do with like it like ended. Yeah, it ended, and then how it ended. There was no reason to really go back because. You wouldn't feel a need to or want to because it's like basically a story like the end is like multiple dimensions, mm-hmm. multiple realities, possibilities. It's like it's too much. <laughs> it's like if you go back to that world, you wouldn't care. Like yeah. infinite. If they would do another Bioshock, they would have to do something different. Like the first one, there was underwater. Bioshock Atlantis. They would probably have to go like underground or something or in space. Because the first Bioshock is underwater. That's the that's that gimmick. Then infinite Bioshock Two was like developed by what if you were like on a different planet and then like you had to escape that planet to get to this planet because the water source was better or some shit and then when you get to this planet you see all the shit that was going down in one of the previous games and it like crossed over but you couldn't interfere that'd be kind of cool yeah but it wouldn't make sense I know it wouldn't make sense for the story (laughs) I'm just throwing ideas I didn't play the fucking games but anyway (laughs) Tomb Raider (laughs) Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Man, the new Tomb Raiders are so dope. I hate the franchise. I love it. The old franchise? No. The, just the new one. This newer rebooted? Yeah. I, don't, I like the old ones because, like, you know, the titties stuck out 18 feet. They had dinosaurs. They had dinosaurs and <laughs> shit. Like, it was cool. But, like, now it's just too much. The graphics are way better and there's, like, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. You don't like the realistic graphics? I it's, love not, it. it's like I appreciate them, but like I just don't like it in that like puzzle game setting, you know? Because like you're gonna, I'm gonna miss something, and I hate that. But the first one that came to the Xbox One, though, the reboot franchise. Yeah. You don't really, cause the story is real, really narrow. Yeah, I know. I got like halfway through the first one out of this trilogy, but I just didn't really like it. And the stuff you collect is like really easy to find, cause you know me, I hate like yeah. tough. 
Breath of the Wilds. Like I hated going through those <laughs> those temples. Like frustrated me to hell. Like Tomb Raider is it's easier version of um, Zelda, you could say. So I don't really mind it. And then it's like the graphics. It's kind of like Uncharted. I just didn't like the cartel type fucking shit going on in that game, you know? Then Laura Croft turned into like fucking John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not It's not like just trying to... It, it strayed from what it was and it became more like Uncharted with a female character, you know? Yeah. They try to, you know, keep it tune-based, but you could tell it's like sort of a, the side thing now. It's mm-hmm. not really the main focus of these games, the tomb raiding yeah. part of it. But I don't really mind it because, you know, the gameplay is cool and the graphics are astounding. But it was, that was, what they showed was really good. I liked it. Now, one of the ones that I was most excited to see was Anthem. Anthem. I've been excited for Anthem. It's like, like what Destiny should have been. Yeah, a lot of people saying it's like <laughs> that's what Destiny like should have been. That's what like, it's like Destiny improved. Yeah, it looked dope as fuck, dude. You could like fly around everywhere, like that was sweet. It's kind of like your Iron Man, which turned me on. But yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, <laughs> you basically are. But they had a few other classes. It looked like one was like a magic class or something. Yeah, at first they showed off like four. They call them javelins. Uh-huh. Like one's a heavy, one's a neutral. Then they have one that's like magic base. Of course, he has like a lot of attacking speed, but low defense. That one was cool. Just like flying around, shooting shit. Yeah. That was cool. They didn't show that during the first trailer last year. Like they had no mention of like magical. Or classes. Yeah, magical class. They did show someone flying, like floating, but you didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So this one, they gave more of the story of what's going on. Well, well, I really wanted. They didn't. Well, I'm glad sh- I missed the first one and I saw this one because yeah, this is your first time seeing it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it it it, it definitely sunk their sixty bucks in. Like they're gonna get a <laughs> copy out of me. <laughs> People have like a lot of apprehension about this game because it's made by EA, and EA like to you know. No, oh, their servers it. fucking suck. Not that, but even because with Battlefront two, they tried to you know get over on people by making the game like pay to win. Mm-hmm. If you buy a lot of stuff, you could win the game or be yeah. better at the game. So their initiative with these games, with the upcoming games, like all the everything you buy is just cosmetic only, so you don't get an actual advantage. Yeah, they probably game. took that from Fortnite and saw how well that went for them. Yeah, and they don't want to piss off any more people because that's why Battlefield Two, Battlefront Two is a like great game, but a lot of people didn't buy it because of the microtransaction bullshit, mm-hmm. and it really put an even bigger stain on EA's name. They, even though they already had one because like years back EA was named like one of the worst companies in America voted really? <laughs> yes oh, man. legit because of the I saw that their servers always sucked and every time I tried to play like an EA sports game like it would be like yeah. terrible they had like, bad the connections servers. would just drop all the time and like shit would happen like like way later than what it should have been with the servers what I didn't have any problems with Battlefront 2 like Battlefront 2 I really enjoyed like once they fixed the... The Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Once they fixed, like, you know, the microtransaction, loot box bullshit. So with their games, their initiative is, like, no loot boxes, microtransaction just toned down to cosmetic. So they're really trying to win their fan base back. Okay. And Anthem is made by, um... I forgot the studio name. But they make Mass Effect and um, Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. They're, this, they have a lot of writing on this game. Because if this game failed, their studio might get shut down. Because 
like EA needs this to <laughs> succeed. <laughs> they need it. Like really, because they fucked up so bad with Battlefront. Battlefront, yeah. <laughs> Battlefront's supposed to be like this massive cash cow, but in Anthem, they put a lot of resources into Anthem, obviously, because you can tell by the gameplay, like a lot went into this game. So they have a lot of riding on it. So that would be smart to announce, like no loot boxes, microtransactions, cosmetic only. But what they didn't show in the trailer, what I really wanted to know is like, is it PVP? Because yeah, you run around the world with your friends, but where's the other players? I haven't seen any. Maybe it's just like Destiny had that too, where like it would be the overworld and you'd see other people playing, but only a certain amount. And then like it would be different like, like lobbies, different like lobbies, you know, like so like oh maybe only like eight people are in this entire world at this moment. It's like an instance, but it's still open world. Yeah. And then like some other people might be in their own instance, you know. I hope they have like player versus player, cause I like mean, if you run it, run up on another four people playing, yeah, like, you just start shooting each other. I mean, it'll be cool like for a while. You and your other three friends just run around like loot box chasing, like fighting monsters, kind of like Monster Hunter. Yeah, I mean, it'll be cool for a while, but I think like the novelty of that kind of wealth, and they want this game to last like years and years. Yeah, like they want a lot of replay value. So I wonder what they're gonna do to like you know. I feel like games don't really have replay replay value they really don't because like there's so many new games coming you're never gonna pick up the old and it depends on the genre like fighting games they never really last but you know like MMOs RPGs they last like a long time you're not really replaying nothing with those though you're just continuing shit like or just grinding so it's not really replay like you're not gonna put it down and come back later like it's like you're just you're still playing that game and you're grinding it out that's how it was with World of Warcraft. I'd probably never pick it back up again, but when I was playing it for a good, like, two years, it was just, like, straight grind. I think Nintendo does a great job with that, like, the replay value. Because mm-hmm. still... they release actual games, in my opinion. They release dense games, like, a yeah. lot to do. Yeah. Because even after you beat Mario and Zelda, you still have stuff to do. They actually you, have the unlock features where like, yeah. you have to actually do stuff to unlock. And, and you actually care to, to do it. Yeah. Like, you don't feel like you're just doing it just to get it over with. Yeah. You actually want to do it. Like with Zelda, well, Zelda, I think, don't really count. Because you could end the game anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. But you don't want to. That's the thing. So that's... Unless you're doing a speed run. Yeah. <laughs> they actually they actually make you feel like you don't want to end the game. You want to play it like, to the fullest. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of other people, where a lot of other you know, developers, publishers lack that the t- Nintendo does a great job at. Well, I think Dying Light might be, do- be doing that pretty well. Yeah, Dying Light, the first one had a lot of, like, people played it, like, you know, for months. Because what they showed in the second one, there's a lot of choices to make. So you might want to play it a different way. They really revamped the choice system in this game. Because it wasn't, they didn't have, like, a choice system like this in the first one. Really? So with this one, like the choices really matter. It really like change the Is world the entire, of the game. Yeah, the entire yeah. game. That's never happened before. Yeah, they had choices in games before that affected certain outcomes, but the outcomes was like so specific. Like you either had two roads. Yeah. But this one is like a multitude of roads, and it changes like the landscape of the game. Like even your choices like depends, like what you choose. You get like certain enemies. You get certain mm-hmm. outcomes with the world itself. Like, if you take the water, this happens. You don't. You side with these people. 
like this event happens. So that's another way to get like a lot of replay value. Cause depending on what choice you make, they might not, when you're going through the game, they might not allow you to replay those choices immediately. You'll yeah. have to beat the game, then go back, then choose different. Kind of like um, Infamous Second Son, or yeah. like the Infamous games. That's an example, like the Infamous games, like literally like two options. It was yeah. like so linear. But this one has like so many options. You probably have to replay it like five, six mm -hmm. times. <laughs> play a thousand times. Yeah. So I like this really cool. And and in my opinion, like um, Dying Light has like one of the best zombies in the games. Because uh -huh. when it hit nighttime, you, you legit get scared <laughs> for your life. Yeah, it looked dark as fuck. Yeah. Like, the zombies are like aggressive, aggressive at night. You, like, you have to like, in the first one, you have to run towards these safe houses. It's have, not like waves, huh? It's like, it's just... Yeah, it's a lot of them. It's, they're it's, everywhere. Yeah, they're just everywhere. So, like, during the nighttime, you have to like run to these safe houses that have like the, you know, the um, LEDs, bright rooms. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you ever seen um, I Am Legend? Yeah. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> okay. Just like that. Like the, the zombies in those movies, that movie was like scary. Because it was like full speed running. Yeah, those are the dude. scariest zombies. Yeah, like it wasn't the ones. Like scary, but it was like if you were there, that'd be fucking terrifying. That'd be terrifying. fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think those are like the most terrifying zombies that want to blitz you like full yeah, speed. Yeah, because it's like you lose control of what to do. You're just like, ah. Like the Walking Dead zombies don't like scare yeah, me at like, all. Uh, the Walking Dead zombies actually. Have me like hoping for a zombie apocalypse because it looks fun as hell. But like, isn't aren't like some of them aggressive or something? I haven't watched that show. I refuse to watch. Not at all. They all like slow. Oh, because I watched like the first two episodes and I like fell asleep. I could not finish what? either one of them. I watched. I didn't. I watched the first two seasons. I didn't watch season three. I stopped at the first two episodes of season three. Then I stopped. But that show just goes on and it's on. It's so boring. It's like, it's like the worst anime ever written in my opinion. Yeah, because like. No end goal yeah. in sight. It's just it's just an ongoing running show. So yeah, I don't watch Walking Dead much anymore. It's like fucking Chicago Mad or some shit. Like I hate those shows. Like CSI Miami. Yeah, I don't watch that. I hate all that shit. Cause there's no like plot. It's like just a plot for that episode, then it over. It's just like over. the problem of the day episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I hate that. There's no build up or anything. Like, oh, well, I know what happened today. I don't really, I don't even really care to see the next, I don't really, I'm not going to miss anything if I don't watch the next one. You could hop in the middle of the season and not miss anything. Yeah, you know, like, like one of them might have got married or something. Like, that's about it. Only like that with certain shows, like South Park. Yeah. Well, those are different. Because those touch on, like, like. Satire. Yeah. They, like, touch on, like, current things, but in, like, a funny way. Yeah. Chicago Med probably, like, brings up shit. And then tries to just force it down your fucking throat. You know? <laughs> like they don't try to make fun of both sides. They probably pick a side or something. I don't know. I don't watch it. Anyway, Jump Force, fucking most ambitious crossover since Jump Avengers. Force. Infinity Man, War. a lot. I don't understand. A lot of people I see like, well, the anime compute community. They're really excited for this game. I don't know why. It's, Me, it I don't. Seems cool. Like at, at, at first thought, but like. It could be real easy to fuck up. Yeah. It's because the first game is called J-Star's Victory, whatever, and the gameplay is, like, it's super choppy. It's, like, one of those, like, cheap 
to mm-hmm. make cheaply made games. It's not like a fan made game that they yeah. put some money into. That's the problem with all anime games because it's a licensed yeah. product, so you can't really like spend years developing it. Yeah, because you know the license will expire eventually. You have to get it out. Like these games will look, look so rushed. It's just a game. It's a cash grab because you know, hey, all your favorite anime characters in one battle arena. Hey, it's like a worse Super Smash Bros. Very way worse. <laughs> And like super. they just came out with fighters, like it's still a good solid game. It's it's like super different though. I know it's super different, but like, I'm not interested in like these type of games at all. It's like a beat 'em up mash, battle arena type game. Is it gonna be like, is it gonna be like a Dynasty Warriors or some shit? No, it's it's gonna be more like um, maybe the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Is it like that One Piece game that came out? One Piece World, whatever. Yeah, where you run around and you fight. Like, it's, it's like Kingdom be... Hearts, but One Piece. Well, you could say it's like Dynasty Warriors in a sense. is like the arena. It's a big arena. Mm-hmm. And you have, you could have a lot of characters on screen just fighting. Yeah. It's, it's like that, which I don't like at all. Yeah, that's retarded. It's choppy. And it's just, the graphics are like all... I get, I get... Like, if it was, I guess, just like a Marvel versus Capcom, like a roster... It's just like at least like a, a little more game. polished, at least... Yeah, because this game is like strange. They had too much just, like light spheres everywhere. In yeah, this, in the trailer, you could tell this game was made just for a cash grab. Yeah, I'm not, like I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not interested. Plus, I don't really like crossovers like that too much. Like, I don't want to see Goku fight like Luffy or something. Yeah, like I don't. I hate when people like crossover animes. Yeah, like, like what if Goku fought Naruto? Like, is One Punch like, Man gonna be in that game too? Like, yeah, Goku versus One Punch. Like, shut like up. he's just gonna automatically win. You know? Like. <laughs> Like, I don't care how strong Goku gets. Like, he's a satire character. So didn't have, like, he's gonna win. Light Yagami in the end with Ryuk. Yeah. Which is Death Note characters. You haven't watched Death Note. But, you like... You don't gotta keep throwing me a little bus <laughs> like that. Oh, man. He hasn't watched Death Note. Stone him. <laughs> but Light doesn't have, like, any powers. Like, his power is to write someone's full name in the Death Note, and they die. However he writes it, how they die, that's how they die. Well, maybe that's his power in the game. Freeze doesn't have a last name. <laughs> Goku doesn't have a last name. And that's not even Goku's real name. His name is Kakarot. Yeah. But he doesn't have a last name. It's like, what he's gonna... So that's why he's undefeatable by him. You can't beat him with him. And then he, he can't even see their names unless they say their names to him. Unless he makes, like, this, um... This trade. He make a deal with the, his Shinigami, the death god that's next to him. He make a deal for his eyes. The deal is you get to see people's names above their heads. But... You half in your life by half. You half in your life. And you don't know when you was going to die anyway. Uh-huh. So whenever you were supposed to die, cut that by half. Then you get the eyes to see people's names. So and, I just start killing everyone. And then your Shinigami <laughs> doesn't even tell you when you die. Because he knows when you yeah. die. He can see when you die. But they don't tell you at all. Mm-hmm. So when you make Spoilers. the... Spoilers. Yeah. When you make the... They tell you that in like the first few episodes. No, I know. So if you make that deal, you're taking a big risk. Now I'm not going to watch it, because like you told me to plot. You is going to watch it. Anyway, Gears 5. I mean, Gears 97. Gears 5. <laughs> how, many, make, how many more are they going to make? They make a lot of Gears games, but they also make a lot of Uncharted games. They make a lot of God of War games. So, so I heard that Fortnite is confirmed in Gears of War 5. Gears of War Battle Royale? Yes, Gears of War 5 Battle Royale. That would have made me mad. Like, <laughs> I'm so tired it's like... Battle Royale genre being thrown everywhere. 
everybody wants to get in on a battle royale genre. just because you know PUBG and Fortnite so successful. It doesn't, it doesn't mean PUBG like, really isn't that successful. I mean, I know they got a lot of people, but it is. It's the first I like, know it's the wave first, of the. But like everyone has strayed from that game. Yeah, I feel like they did. They went to Fortnite. Yeah, but like doing those games, and like I saw H one Z one came out with one, and I played it, and I feel like I was playing a PS two game. Like that's how bad the game looked. I forgot which came first, H one Z one or um, uh, it was PUBG. PUBG. Okay, Fortnite came after both, I think. Yeah. Fortnite's being sued right now, I think, by PUBG. Yeah, it is. Cause I don't know if they're going to win, because, like... They're not going to win. Like... Because PUBG trying to claim, like, they started the Battle Royale genre. But, like, but how can you patent a mold? Yeah, you know? You can't do that. And the funny the funny thing is, Fortnite is made by Epic Games. Yeah. Which created the Unreal Engine, which is, like... 80% of, like, games that look good that you see on, like, they use that engine. Have you seen PUBG? PUBG uses, <laughs> PUBG uses Unreal Engine. Yeah. So, you're suing the people that you use the engine. You're using their engine you're suing them. <laughs> to, like, without them, your game wouldn't even, probably wouldn't even exist or look like that. So, they're not going to win. Crazy. They're not going to win. They're idiots. <laughs> they Plus, idiots. Fortnite got a lot of fucking money coming in. Yeah, Fortnite got them lawyers. Yeah, they got them lawyers. You're not winning. (laughs) All right, well, before I start talking about the big dick in the room, we're going to take a little short intermission. Chauffeur. Tropical bars. Got the white chocolate bars. Alright. So, big dick in the locker room. For me, at least. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3. I couldn't care less personally. Yeah, you know, you you do. You're hyped. No, it's interesting, but not hyped like everybody else is. Everybody losing their shit. Yeah, man. Fucking frozen, tangled. Monsters Inc. and Toy Story. Untouched stories for Kingdom Hearts. I couldn't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well you just killed the fun for me. What you talk about it. it's your baby. I know it's my baby, but in like some of the worlds like Frozen and Tangled. I haven't watched these movies at all. You haven't? No. You've oh. never seen Frozen. No. 
That's crazy. My goddaughter loves Frozen. I watch. I like. I'll put it on. Like, I like catch some of it. Yeah. Like I know the. It's really not as good as a movie as everyone makes it out to be. Yes, I know. It's it's super overrated. It's still an alright movie. Yeah. I never watched Tangled. I'd much rather Moana over Tangled. I haven't seen Moana. If they would put fucking Moana in this game, that'd be dope. I haven't seen Moana either. Dude, you would love it. It's it's actually a pretty stand up movie. Everybody says that. Like I have to watch it. It's still on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. I seen Coco is really good too. I know it's not Disney, it's Pixar, but yeah, Pixar doesn't make bad movies. Yeah. Unless it's cars. Fuck cars. <laughs> I seen Wreck It Ralph. I know that's in the game. Yeah. I think that's just in the game on the Tangled World or something like that. I don't think they're gonna bring in like the whole world though. Of Wreck It Ralph? Yeah. They might have, because he kind of looked like it, but like... It, it will want to, because Wreck-It Ralph World is, is cool, like it's it has different every, arcades. But like, they already, like in Wreck-It Ralph, everything in Disney is mashed into that too, you know? That's true. Well, Wreck-It Ralph could be like a hub world, because yeah. in the movie they have like this hub world where all the arcade games and other, you know, pop culture references, yeah. they all come into this one place. Yeah. So I guess you could meet like some of the other characters... You could throw in anything there if that's a world. Yeah. It will make sense. It really hit my nostalgia, though, because, like, the gameplay with the gummy ship looked, like, exactly the same. It looked so good. So you could, like, customize the gummy ship to look... I don't yeah. remember it looking like they, On the trailer, it even looked like the basic gummy ship that they gave you, like, in the other games. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. It was it was it was nice for me. So explain to me what was happening in this trailer, cause... well, you know, there's a lot of shit happening. They just throw. It looked like they just threw in random scenes that they had already finished, like from random. Did it parts. make sense to you at all? Like, did the did the trailer flow? Yeah, I mean, it flowed like for a trailer, but like, I have no idea why any of that was happening. <laughs> you know, like I don't think anyone does. They were. I mean, I get the part where he was talking about Roxas. He was like, "Yeah, Roxas isn't in my heart." And, and the guy's like, "The, the Twilight Town is just data. It's just numbers." And then like, it just cuts away. I mean, I, I get that. Like, cause in number two, you find out there are two Twilight Towns. One of them is real, and one of them is like a data configuration that somebody created. And like, that's where Roxas resided. Was in like the the data. Like the opposite world. Yeah. And that's why he was like a nobody. Because he was created from the heart of Sora or some shit. And then... It's crazy. crazy. Is it gay to have another man in your heart? Hmm? Is it gay to have another man living in your heart? It's not gay. (laughs) If someone sucks your dick. It's just gay if you suck another man's dick, right? It's like, is Sora gay? Is Foxes gay? Which one? They're not gay. They're the same person. So is it gay if you touch your own dick? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, are they, are they really like the exact same? It's Roxas is Sora's like nobody, and you don't really did you, you didn't learn about that. Yeah. So like when you it was be- explained to me, but you know when you become a heartless, you get a nobody. So like when you're a human, you'll be a human, and then you turn into a uh, you'll turn into a dark. Uh, Basically, die. Heartless. Yeah, you basically die and turn into a monster. But your shell that was a human gets taken over by a no turns into a nobody. Right. So in the first game, Sora turns into a heartless, but then he turns back into himself. So 
it had a, basically like a, the, the nobody existed, but then it didn't exist. Kasora went back into his body. Basically revived. Yeah. And so, so this nobody, just, nobody, it just lived inside of him as data. I'm assuming that's my that's my theory. On so they it. share a body. Yeah. And that entity took over as Roxas. Yeah, and so like when they put at the end of the first game, Sora went into like sleeping. Like I forgot why it was, it was covered in uh, rechain of memories. Uh, he like it's he gets injured or something. I don't remember. I I didn't really beat that game because the card system really fucked me. Up. <laughs> like it was really annoying. But <clears throat> anyway, so that's why he lives inside of him. And it's not gay. That's cool. It's a deep fucking story that makes, like, there's so many, like, possible ways for plot holes, and there just are there. Like, you just have to live with them. Yeah, even people who, like, played every single game have trouble. Yeah. Like, piecing <laughs> together the stories. Like, the only thing you know is what they tell you. You know, right. like, the only, the only thing that makes sense is the stuff that is, like, written down in, like, the tablets of that game. Like, how long do you think this game can go on with this? Never in forever. Really. <laughs> like there are plenty of things. Like Final Fantasy games could do that. Like yeah, but what they really because Kingdom Hearts take a long time to come out. Yeah, like I really don't know why because Final Fantasy games seem more complex to make than Kingdom Hearts. Game. I think maybe it's, maybe it's not the really. You know their form. I think this is their formula for a Final Fantasy game. They're sitting in a board meeting. And they're like, "What would be cool? Oh, let's get these four bros, and they're <laughs> gonna be in like a fucking fantasy world." Like every other game we have, but this time they're gonna drive like Lamborghinis <laughs> <laughs> through the desert. Oh, and like they're gonna talk with like a New York accent. Like that's the that's the thought process behind that. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, cause Kingdom Hearts have a <coughs> well complex story. They have yeah. to like really flesh out. So they have to like literally think about it. Fucking Final Fantasy. Like they stopped actually caring what the fuck they're talking about, and they're just hashing out shit. Like. The last the last Final Fantasy game I cared about was I think it was thirteen was the, was the first time lightning was introduced. That was like a really good story. Thirteen was what got like a lot of people back into Final Fantasy. Yeah, and then I think it's thirteen two was like it was alright. It was just like a spin off goofy game. It was like they were supposed to like make a instance type a versus thirteen. Yeah, they changed like the format of it. It wasn't going to be turn based. Mm-hmm. I think that's what made fifteen that just came out. I think it was 15. Yeah, Final Fantasy versus 13 turned into 15. That's why it took so long to come out. It was like, uh, all right, fuck it. We're just going to make... I didn't like the fucking aesthetics of that game at all. Like, I didn't like driving that car through... <laughs> how it looked driving that car through that fucking... Like, just the imagery they had. It was weird. But, you know what I love? Having Donald and Goofy follow you through other Disney characters. Ugh. <laughs> That's what turned me off the first time as a child. I know you told me already. Disney characters. Not even Disney characters. It's like Goofy and <laughs> Donald Duck. His voice is so annoying. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I cannot go through a full game with that voice in my ear. I'll just quit. I can't do it. And I don't... I'll have to play with subtitles. So, like, how can anyone understand what he's... Like, what he's saying? It's pretty easy. I guess for me, because, like, my son loves... Uh, Mickey he Mouse. used to hearing his dialect. Yeah, like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is like on in my house twenty four seven. With me, it's like nah. Please stop. <laughs> All right, so 
Let's talk about some more Pokemon news. Yes. So the head of Pokemon. Continue. So the head of Pokemon, Junichi Masuda, went through an interview, I guess with Eurogamer, about the Let's Go games. This was shortly after the announcement of the games. After, you know, the little press conference. Because there wasn't a lot known about the games or why they exist, you know. He really, with the point of this interview, really to reassure people who's used to the core games, you know, like Sun and Moon, X and Y, that I guess, you know, to reassure them that game will be what they want. But he also kind of insinuated that these Let's Go games, he's not, this is not like a one-off. He's not going to give up on these games. Uh-huh. He actually, like, find these games to be very important. And that's kind of worrying the overall Pokemon community, the hardcore players. It would worry me too. Yeah, because all I want is the core games. You can have a side game once in a while, but as long as it doesn't interfere with the core games. And this seems like eventually down the line, they're going to make these games like side to side. Like they're going to start making like a let's go version and, you know, a core version side by side down the line. I don't want, I don't want it down the line to like start meshing. I don't want it to be side by side because then it might start lacking on one more than the other. Game Freak have a lot of like, because then what I feel like they'd be doing is they would just take the the core game for the hardcore fans, copy it, paste it, put a new skin on it, and then give it back. It's gonna be like the Call of Duty shit. Well, they're not gonna literally make it side to side, but maybe one game gonna come out one year, then the next year is the the other game, because they they made. Let's go in this um, 2019 title, which confirmed Generation 8. Yeah. I forgot to talk about that. So it's confirmed it will be like a new how many, region. How many more Pokemon do you think we're going to get? Are we, well, I think we're going to get. I hope it's not like, you know. I hope it's not like sun, uh, X and Y where it's like 60 or yeah. 70. And I hope it's not like um, Generation 5, like black and white. Mm-hmm. There were so many Pokemon. I hope it's Wasn't it more like, than 150? Generation 5? I think so. Because I, I remember There's Black so and White. so many three evolutions. Yeah, because I remember Black and White, when you start off, you can only catch and battle yeah. that region's Pokemon. Yeah. After I actually kind of like that. Cause it was like it a turned whole a lot of people new, off. I liked it because it was like the whole new game. It was like a soft reboot kind of. Yeah. It turned like a lot of people off. It kind of turned me off too. It was, it like, was one of my favorite games, the first Black and White. It's good games, but it's just... I don't, it, it was so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was like black and white too, though. Was like a refresh, like a breath of fresh air. It was a yeah. lot better. I went to black and white too more easier than I did black and white. Mm-hmm. Cause black and white was like hardcore. The only thing I didn't like on two was the fucking Reshiram fusions. Yeah, I thought it was a cool idea because they never done you know, yeah part two of a Pokemon game. They usually do the third, like legendary. Yeah, but they actually had two thirds legendary. <laughs> what, is, what are your points? Never oh, having an open world. How do you feel about that? So, um, he didn't like rule it out completely, but it's it's nowhere like soon. It's gonna start doing like Breath of Wild style Pokemon games. I don't think they could ever make it good. Make it good, like an open world Pokemon. I don't think that'll ever like ever be a work. good game. Yeah. Cause it would be too it, much. It would, like it, in theory, it could work, but like I don't think it'd be a good play. Like it'd be. I bad. think it's too late. It'd be choppy. 
if they would have done that, they should have did it a long time ago because there's so many Pokemon. Yeah. Like, you have to put, like, I imagine by the time he actually, they'll actually think about doing, like, an open world style Pokemon game, it'll be, like, a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, aren't we at, like, 800? Yeah, we? like, 800 plus Pokemon. And you would need, like, a powerful hardware to support such a game like that. Because Breath of the Wild don't only have, like, what, 10 enemies? Yeah. <laughs> Just recolored. Yeah, and the, the stronger version of those enemies is just recolors. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like 800 different enemies in Breath of the Wild. No way that happens. Yeah. Maybe too much. So I think... I mean, I don't have a problem with keeping Pokemon in the format the way it is. Like, you know... It's an RPG. It's yeah, it's the genre. Gonna, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be like that. It should stay in the genre. Because anything else, it'll, be, it'll feel more like a spinoff. Kind of like Let's Go. Yeah. It'll feel more, you know, like secondary games. If they do go that route, people will just, you know, bitch and moan like they're doing now. Where's About my core game? Battles. Yeah. Where's my core competitive so game? So that special Pokemon, it, like, I, I feel like I haven't read enough information on what it's going to be. Like, I, I get it's going to be, like, a new Pokemon, but, like, how is that obtainable? Like, is everyone just going to get it? Or do you have to meet some requirements? Like, I haven't seen it. I guess they're going to gift it because in a trailer they, should, they had, like, a present. Yeah, but I didn't know if it would do something for it. Probably. We don't know, like, anything about it yet, but... I imagine, you know, how they usually distribute Pokemon online. Mystery Gift or whatever. Yeah. So people think... I don't think this Pokemon would be a Generation 8 Pokemon. Because that wouldn't really make much sense. It could be a good introduction. But that would be so weird. Because the the usual way they do it is, like, through a movie or anime or something but they could probably do it like they rebooted the movie like where Mars Shadow pops up in the fucking beginning it could I, just be like on Let's Go you gifted like one of these like like the Mew of the new series they will have to introduce a new movie or will that new Pokemon be in this upcoming movie with Lugia and maybe Zeroora what I think they're gonna do is just create a new Pokemon cause technically Let's go Pikachu and Eevee is 7th generation. This is not 8th generation. Well, technically it's not 7th. It's just, it's its own thing. But it's in the realm of 7th generation. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're going to create a new Pokemon like they did with Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. They created the new Ultra Beast. They created you know, Ultra Across and stuff. Well, with the Ultra Beast, they could just have fucking, they could have created 80,000 more. Like, yeah. Because with the theory behind it, it's just different dimensions. So, they could be infinite amount of those. How they created Zero World. Yeah. So I think they're just going to make a new Pokemon. That thing looks pretty cool. It's like Lucario, basically. Yes. It's kind of generic, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> I wish it was like two typings. Because electric, just electric is like, eh. They didn't want to make it too hard. Again. Electric cool, I guess. But I hope, like, down the line... They keep the core Pokemon series, like, hope they keep it the same genre, same tone. They could use a darker tone, like the older games. That's another thing that wor- that's worrying people. They're making, they're going to start lighter making. Lighter and lighter and yeah, lighter. Yeah, they're going to start making the core games, like, cater towards kids. It's be on, like, Disney Junior and shit. Right, that's so stupid. Because <laughs> Pokemon Yellow and, you know, Gold, Silver, they were, like, they were good for what they were. They were still kid friendly, but they still they didn't. They had that dark humor. Yeah, they had that. They had that edge to it. it. No one really complained about that. I mean, no one looking back has said, you know, 
these games are too dark for kids to play. Yeah. I'm sure you could, like, have the music, a kid. The music was. Maybe laughing at the town. Because <laughs> I like, because in these new games, if, like, Pokemon Yellow came out today, you go into Lost Tower. In the old games, they actually say Pokemon died. Mm-hmm. They have graves. In these new games, they probably will say, like, oh, my Pokemon fainted. <laughs> my Pokemon is just in a better place. They wouldn't use the word died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stuff Went like to the that. Shadow Realm. Right. Stuff like that annoys me. It's like, why not? Just relax. Like, it's not too, it's not too much. And he specifically says that. It's like, he doesn't want these games to be off-putting to newcomers. But Pokemon has been kid-friendly, like, since it's incarcerated. Incarnation. Incarceration. I was about to say incarceration. Incarnation. <laughs> it's been kid friendly. When has Pokemon never not been kid friendly? That's true. Like, no. It's always been for the kids. Because we were kids playing exactly. these games. And we're fine, supposedly. Right. And I think he need to be more fine focused. Anonymous. More focused on us. Cause I relative. We matter more than these newcomers. To you. To him, it's more money. Oh, he sees money dollar talks. Songs. All he says dollar signs. Because he looked at the success of Go. All these people. 800 million downloads. He's seeing all these people come in. All he saw was like dollar signs. But I think he's like losing his will a little bit. I think he's going to. He's I getting don't know. old. Yeah, it depends on what the. What do you think going to happen if he dies? Someone else is going to take over. I know, but which direction do you think it could possibly go in? Hopefully a better direction. Cause <laughs> so you're hoping he dies? No. I'm just saying, you said if he dies. I didn't brought up death. I know he died. <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck with you. It depends on what these 2019 games are going to look like. Hopefully, hopefully it's... I hope it looks like Breath of the Wild, but doesn't play open world like that. It's going to be better graphics than um, Let's Go games. Definitely. That's confirmed. But um, I hope Pokemon goes back to its roots. Hope they allow people to be villains. Hope they allow your rival to be an asshole. <laughs> but silver and blue is like the best rivals. Yeah. I didn't really like... Nobody silver. likes Howl. Ugh. Yeah, he's really... The sun and moon. Yeah. Nobody cares. And then in X and Y, you had like six of them. Right. They're not rememberable at all. They're so forgettable. A rival is better remembered because you need motivation to at least fight your rival. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the third generation games had that kind of balance. Well, you didn't mind it because that's the first time it happened mm-hmm. when your rival was kind of nice, nice to you. Mm-hmm. But at least your rival had like powerful Pokemon. Because I had a lot of trouble <clears throat> fighting with um May. I had fourth gen. There. Who was it? Barry. Barry. Yeah, he was helpful too. Yeah. But Barry was like sporadic. Yeah. <laughs> I like Barry. He was like, and then in the fifth gen, you had uh, the yellow Sharon, and Karen. yeah, like two. Yeah, what was it? Bianca. 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 Sharon. I thought I used to think um, Sharon was a girl. Me too. At <laughs> first, I thought it was a girl. When they said him, I was yeah. Like, what? So I hope they go back to their hardcore rival, because they give you motivation to fight them. Mm-hmm. Like, every time you see Blue, you was excited to fight Blue. I can't wait to beat this asshole. Every time you saw Silver, you you wanted to fight Silver. You was excited when they showed up. 
It's like when house shows up, you just get annoyed. <laughs> like fuck, house coming on. Like I gotta sit through his dialogue of how. <laughs> He's like he didn't have like a single. Oh, his only expression was a smiley face. <laughs> and every time he lost, he's like, it's okay to lose. Hey, it's, hey, it's great. We had a great battle. Yay. Go us. Yay yeah. us. Like, yeah, Pokemon's up. going soft. They just want the dollar signs. You're right. It's, it's really concerning. But I have hope. Because we haven't seen these 2019 games yet. And the way they're talking, they're really trying to make these games cater to the hardcore fans. They're not going to. You know they're still going to be kidding. I'm gonna hold out hope. The, the the mechanics are gonna be for the hardcore fans. The the story is gonna not be for us. It's gonna be like for the casual people. I hope they don't start implementing these new controls into the core games. Like not no wild battles, just catching like ghost style Pokemon. They could. I think Pokemon in a wild would be. I think that mechanic okay. would be fine as long as you can battle them first. Yeah. I if think, you can see what you're going to run up to, I don't think that'll be a problem. Because they, they started implementing that where the tail sticks out the grass. and Yeah, that wouldn't, you know, they already started that anyway, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would be a big deal. But, like, if if you just go straight into catching it, like, go, then no, it's not going to be cool. But if you can run up to it and then have the battle and then try to catch it, it wouldn't be too bad. At least keep the core mechanics. Like, you can breed Pokemon. You can grind them. Mm-hmm. Battle for EVs, IVs. Make it competitive again. Mm-hmm. Make Pokemon competitive again. Make Mapka. Pokemon great again. Mapka. <laughs> Mapka. 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 All right. Well, I think this is where we're gonna end it. Yeah. It was a fun. It was a fun day. It was a great was day a very, for games. It was a very good day for games. All the E3 conferences. So be tuned. Be sure to tune in on Tuesday. We'll be talking about the PlayStation. And Nintendo. Nintendo! Looking forward to Nintendo. They're going to win E3. I'm calling it right now. Oh, definitely they are. I'm calling it right now. Alright, guys. Be safe. Have a good one. Like and subscribe. Remember to tune in. Ka-chow.